welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about kind of what it's like to publicly downplay your work versus play up your work. This is kind of a, a bit of a wibbly subject. <laughs> it's not a hard craft based topic, but it is something I see a lot. I see a lot of people kind of, oh, my little book or like, haha, this book is garbage, you know, kind of thing. And I kind of just wanted to to discuss our thoughts on this whole topic. <laughs> public imposter syndrome is tricky that's a good name for it <laughs> because like you don't want people to think you're a little bitch <laughs> but also you don't want people to think you're an asshole which means not to see i i play it cool like you know i i actually recently just made my twitter private so no one that doesn't know me sees things that i write anymore but when I did, I, I just kind of sort of kept my thoughts to myself. Like I had a really hard time, like wanting to even answer those little, like, you know, on Twitter, they'll post these like, well, tell us three things about your book mm -hmm. or three things about your antagonist. And I, gosh, I always had such a hard time doing that sort of stuff because it gets me face sucked into social media. Mm -hmm. So there are like every once in a while I would share something that I did that was funny. like like typos and stuff that were kind of <laughs> hilarious but i never like fully mentioned my own opinion on my work because my opinion on my work is either really really egotistic <laughs> or really really self-deprecating <laughs> and i was like no one wants to hear either of that shit yeah so i think keeping it in the middle is probably wise because you know i don't know i i hate it when people are like my books sucks it's like well get good like, <laughs> stop it well and that's the thing is it's like like you said you don't want people to think that you're full of yourself or that you're bragging or anything like that right but at the same time if you keep talking about how terrible your book is other people aren't going to want to read it either <laughs> yeah i know it's kind of like a it's just a thing especially where where i'm from culturally to kind of be a little more humble to kind of downplay things and it's just it's hard not to also do that with your book, but at the same time, yeah, if you're just constantly being like, oh, this book sucks, then <laughs> people are going to be like, well, then I don't want to read it if it sucks. Now, I do make jokes about like how your first draft sucks, because that is true. The first draft always sucks. Yeah. So I make jokes about like flinging gar the garbage of my first drafts at my alpha readers and stuff like that. But when you're talking about like your finished work, um, downplaying it is just something that's kind of part of the writer culture. And even just like kind of talking about it in a diminutive way, because there there's like a common phrase that my little book that people use, like, oh, my little book is going to do this or whatever. And I'm like, I get where you're going with it. But it also, I mean, you wrote a book. You wrote a whole yeah. fucking book. Be proud of that. It's not a little book. Yeah. It's it's a real honest book. I, I you know, I, I feel like I, I like the my little book thing <laughs> because it's not. You know, it's almost like you're talking about it like a child, right? So you're not like rubbing it in people's faces and you're not 
you're not hating on it. You're just being with it. And, you know, when I read Twitter posts or, you know, wherever else people go these days, young bo- young boys <laughs> and girls spend their time these days. On the TikToks. <laughs> yes, uh, I tend to like the posts where people are like, I don't know, like just neutral, like, mm-hmm. like this is happening. Who I'm scared or like this is happening. I'm excited, or, you know, but not like, you know, every once in a while, a good, like really excited caps lock post is always <laughs> welcome as well. I think what you want to avoid doing is making the same sort of posts, like spamming them. Yeah. Like, especially if you're like, I don't know, querying and like doing that thing where you're like, well, another fucking rejection, another fucking rejection. Well, I'm a... and it's like, well, everyone's kind of getting those. And at some point you got to be like, okay, am, is what I'm posting, does it make me an energy vampire? I think that's a good way to put it because it, it is another thing that's kind of like, you know, related to this is the sharing, the querying journey. And and I do think that I see both sides because there's people posting, you know, I got my first re- pull request and then I got, you know, I've got, you know, another rejection and posting like almost like every step or a lot of the steps. And on one hand, it's kind of nice to see that transparency and see that other people are mm-hmm. getting going through that. But at the same time, I look at that person and I'm like, if I was an agent, wanting to offer i kind of wonder like if you go and see like well i got another rejection well i guess nobody's ever going to want this book and because you know you do kind of want to lash out sometimes and this is where if you have like private friends this is where you (laughs) we just go and like text each other like you don't put that on me you keep you keep that in the private keep that in the dms keep that in the circle of trust yeah but at the same time i like i said i do think it's good for some people to share because it does need to have this kind of mysticism to it of like, yeah, you're going to get a lot of rejections. Everybody gets a lot of rejections, mm. but do you also need to post every rejection? <laughs> no. And yeah. Yeah. I just, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. And you know, I, I don't, I don't think it's wrong to be transparent and cry in public because, you know, it's good to show that people have feelings, you know, but also, you know, and I'm just assuming we're talking about Twitter here because there is really no other place you post that, you know. It's pretty much on Twitter. Yeah. There, there's a lot of people that sort of feed on that shit. And like the last thing you want to do is get hurt. Like someone eventually posting and being like, hey, you're being a cry, cry ass little baby. Would you please shut the fuck <laughs> up? Thank you very much. Like, you know, you know. The thing about Twitter is when you post there, especially because I do notice a lot of people who do post on Twitter are people who really just need a social interaction. And it's just it's just so damn sad that that most of the time that, you know, most of the time you're doing well at that, getting your social interaction on Twitter. You're also like uh, letting yourself be in a pretty toxic environment. Mm-hmm. If you find some friends to sort of cry to, it's a little bit better because well, a lot better because you can trust those friends that, you know. They're not going to beat you and they're not going to like shame you. They're not going to like tell you to, you know, at least I hope they're not. Yeah. If they are, you might want to reconsider your friend group. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, it's, it, it's so tough because like people really, you know, they find their place at Twitter and that's the only socialization some people have. And it's just like, yeah, but 
it's, be careful because uh, yeah it's hard because it's it's public and it's also your professional face so that's where twitter gets into this weird murky territory and any other place where you have a public profile that's writing related i'm sure you know tiktok would be similar um if you have like a book tube an author tube like on youtube anything like that these are both places where you're finding your community but they're also places that the agents and publishers are going to be able to see all of these interactions so it's really hard balance to walk of like finding that social interaction with other people and that community but knowing that it's all public mm -hmm. unless you have a private twitter <laughs> yeah so that's our answer make your private your twitter private <laughs> make it twitter private i i recently made mine private things are going this direction maybe consider making it private taking it down like it's just and it's just because it's just because people are so damn toxic you know yeah. toxic this toxic that you log in you see good news you see bad news it all makes you feel terrible and i think when you're posting that's it goes back to the energy vampire thing if 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 what you're posting makes you an energy vampire which let me tell you what that is <laughs> uh it's it's when you're sucking the life force from other people um with what you say so if you, for instance, spam a lot of good news, like, oh my God, a million dollars. Oh my God, agent. Oh my God, like strawberry sandwich. Like, <laughs> like and, and it starts to become like a thing for you to just sit there and like brag and shit. Like uh, you have to understand that there's a lot of people looking at your account that are not as successful as you and they can get a little bit out of shape about it um because they're sad and you know they have imposter syndrome as much as anybody and that's an, you know you're you're sucking their life force by posting that all the time because they get sadder and sadder every time you post something like that so you know mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the opposite direction is if you continue to post really sad stuff sort of looking for attention or or even just not looking for attention and just being sad in general i mean the world's already a very sad place you're going to you're going to suck people's life force with with bad news because it makes people depressed to read all that stuff all the time and they're scrolling their twitter wall and everything is just fucking sad yeah. like i've actually removed rejection from my twitter mm -hmm. i blocked the word so i don't ever see rejection or accepted I, I think i have accepted i have full request uh blocked for my twitter like i have <laughs> i i you know because when i was going through my shit i had some things mm -hmm. and i was like wow i fucking suck compared to these people so i i ended up just blocking all those words and my twitter feed is you know it's a lot more manageable now mm -hmm. but yeah it's that energy vampire stuff you know post once or twice but man Wow. Sometimes reading that somebody got like seven full requests in a week is just too much, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's different. You know, follow the right kinds of people. If somebody's posting stuff that, you know, triggers you, like, like unfollow them. If you're posting too much stuff, then people might unfollow you. And that's like, post that's, what you want. That's one other thing I want to like very briefly touch on is the people getting really bent out of shape about unfollows. I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. this. Like, I can't believe, like, I went to this person and they weren't following me anymore. Or there's like, there's like some sort of app or website you can go to where it will tell you like how many people have unfollowed you in a certain day. Yeah. And uh -huh. people check that. And I'm like, I don't check that. And I unfollow people. And it's like, it's not yeah. because I like got bad at you and got beef. It's just at a certain point I was like, I'm seeing a lot of your posts and you're just not posting content I'm into. 
you might just be like in a fandom I'm not a part of and you're posting a lot of it and I'm just like our spheres just aren't intersecting anymore it's fine yeah. I'm curating my feed I'm not putting a big hate button on you I'm not blocking you I'm just unfollowing you because I'm curating yeah. my feed but people get really bent out of shape about it sometimes and I'm like guys just just let it go just yeah I mean if, if everybody in this world wants to post what they want to post which in a perfect world that's what everybody should be doing we shouldn't even be talking about yeah. this we should be like you know post what you want to post but the you know people get really fucked up when people unfollow them and like either you know filter your posts if you want to try to keep everybody mm -hmm. which you know not not necessarily healthy or just like train yourself to stop caring about who's following you because like honestly who the fuck cares in the grand scheme of the universe like i unfollow people too and yeah it's never personal it's just there's a lot of people in this world and everybody has different things they want to read and if somebody unfollows you chances are they were either looking for a follow back and you never gave it to them <laughs> or or they just didn't like what you were posting and you don't want to surround yourself with people who don't want to see what you're posting anyway so what matter what does it matter you know like yeah. uh and since this episode yeah. kind of turned into like what not to do on writer Twitter, one one final <laughs> note that that reminded me of is the follow back. If you are new on writer Twitter, be very careful with the hashtag writers lift and the follow for follow and the follow backs. Toxic. It's very toxic. Agents do not care about your follow numbers. They don't give a shit. Or in nonfiction, this is a whole other game. But in fiction, if you're writing fiction of any stripe, any age category they do not care how many followers you have they don't actually even care if you are on twitter yet they care about whether your book is good so the numbers don't matter don't be going trying to beef up your numbers because you will inevitably follow someone who's new who only has like a couple posts it's like hey i'm on and then six months later you read a call out post and they have posted just a bunch of like nazi shit <laughs> and you were following them this whole time and you didn't see it because they weren't really showing up in your algorithm or whatever but I don't know how many times I've seen that call out post of like, I have 800 people that I know who follow this guy who's been posting like blatant bigotry for the past three months because they followed him when he first started. Mm -hmm. So just be careful. Follow people because you like what they have to say. You like their content on your feed. You want to interact with them. Don't follow them just because you want a number. Yep. And, and kind of riffing off that, like, uh yeah then like if you, unless you're a non-fiction influencer and you have shitloads of followers and it's actually very important to you selling a a proposal for a book uh if you're a fiction writer uh i heard from a guy who heard from another guy that uh twitter doesn't matter anymore mm -hmm. uh as a matter of fact people are starting to ask their clients to please leave twitter so oh the dream you don't need to do any of that shit i'm like oh really right <laughs> No, it's it's true. Like it's true. I mean, that's why I I was like I could remove my Twitter, and you know there was like two weeks that went by, and there was just some asking. You know, like I'd strongly suggest you consider this, and I was like, oh, but I have some famous people following me, so like I want to keep those. So I just like I just ended up like making mine private, which you know at some point I might remove mine. I don't know, but as it stands, Twitter's a toxic sort of environment. I rarely log into Twitter anymore and actually see something that uplifts me. And you only live once, people. The, the Twitter algorithm prioritizes outrage. Yep. Just because the way it works, the way it calculates interactions, you will get more interactions from a tweet that has like 
controversy and hot takes and quote tweets discounting. There was one I saw a couple weeks ago or whatever, and it was a really innocuous take about publishing, but it was very obviously bad innocuous take about publishing. Like, what would you do if a publisher asked you to do X? And it's like something that publishers always ask you to do. Like, it's just part of the process. Right. I was reading it going, that's a bait tweet. <laughs> that's bait. That's bait. <laughs> that's bait. That is, that is there to game the algorithm and or just cause interaction and or gain followers. And I mean, I can't say for sure that's what the person was saying. They may have just been new and not known what they were talking about. But when I see that, that's what I think is I'm like, you're just here to stir up trouble. So you get the numbers. Ugh. The algorithm is disgusting. The, the algorithm is a beast. I fucking hate it. Like, it's so creepy. Like, get, get out. Like, half the time it's lies. Like, half the time it's just literally, oh my god. Like, I, this is not the proper time to get into this. But, like, man, I just, like, you can look up any symptom on, on Google now. And it will just link it to cancer oh, just yeah. so you could click it. And they get you, the you know, they get ad revenue. Mm -hmm. So, like, any symptom you put into Google, it'll definitely bring out cancer. Because they want to add rummy revenue! <laughs> I know that's totally off topic, but... Ugh. Well, it's, just, it's, on the, it's on the same topic as algorithms. Twitter's run by algorithms. So, yeah, I guess the general point of this, as we're kind of coming up to the time limit, is, since we kind of meandered all over, like, our, our general beef with writer Twitter, <laughs> is if you don't want to be on a social media platform, do not feel obligated to be on that platform for your writing career. Post what you want to post. Write write a book. Expect garbage back. Yes. And just deal yes. with it. Like <laughs> you're gonna get garbage no matter what, people. It's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. It's all gonna be okay. It's all fine. Just go outside, smell the fresh air, inhale some fucking allergies and die. I was gonna say the fresh air will kill me. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone on a single walk this summer. I'm s uh -huh. my lungs my lungs have swollen to twice their size. <laughs> I am uh still dealing with COVID cough and allergies. So yeah, going outside may not be the best option for me, but if you can go outside, go outside. Do writer Twitter if it makes you happy. Don't do writer Twitter if it doesn't make you happy. And the same goes for all social media and or anything you share on that social media. Yep. I think that's a good thesis statement. <laughs> yep. Bye. Bye. So every other Friday, you can join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for the live stream. And to see the upcoming schedule, you can check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links or information. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.